You all know I'm a gratitude pusher, but I recently was chatting with someone who said that they weren't manifesting the things that they were writing about in their gratitude journal, and it was causing immense frustration, and I instantly knew why. How do I know? Because I was doing the exact same thing. And when I figured this out, it was such an epiphany moment for me. So I can't wait to share it with you. So stay tuned. Hey friends, I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and this is the Celebration Effect podcast. The podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. Hey friends, welcome back to the Celebration Effect podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ashworth, helping you celebrate life through party decorations and positivity. And today I'm coming at you just after being a little bit sick, so I hope you can ignore my nasally voice. I will try to be as clear as possible, but if I have a few slip-ups, you will know why. I'm so grateful to be healthy again and so glad to be back with you guys this week. And today, I'm coming at you with an epiphany moment that I had about writing in my gratitude journal, so I know it's going to be super helpful to you. So as you know, I'm all about celebrating your life through party decorations and positive thinking. And if you know me, you know I'm a gratitude pusher, as I said. And that's because, as you know, after having postpartum depression, I started writing in my gratitude journal and it changed my life. And you probably heard the story a million times. And if you have, I'm sorry. If you're new, welcome. (laughs) It really shifted the relationship I had with my daughter and it changed the way I saw and viewed the world. And it basically opened up this whole new world of spirituality, we'll call it, in my life. And after this change in my personal life, I started implementing these ideas and principles into my business and in all areas of my life. And that's really how I'm talking to you today. You know, a year ago, I could not have dreamed of starting a podcast. As an introverted person, I had to overcome a lot of fears in starting my business Being so open and sharing with you guys here is such a new thing for me. And I know that all the changes that I've made and been able to make in my life over the past few years literally all started and are rooted in the things that I learned from writing in my gratitude journal. So obviously, that's why I want to share it with you. If I can go from being, you know, depressed and shy to someone who suddenly thinks of herself differently and shows up differently in the world and creates a different reality, I know that you can do the same thing in whatever whatever goals you're trying to set in your life. And so, you know, I know that everybody wants change. Everybody wants something different in their lives. You know, they want more happiness, less stress, less overwhelm, a different career, more money, better relationships, you know, and that's, that's, really the connection between celebrating and gratitude. So gratitude is really just the ultimate celebration of life. Just think if we were coming from a place of celebrating the good, the bad, and the ugly about every aspect of our lives, then we're truly living from that real place of gratitude. 
So when it comes to your gratitude journal, I want to get a little more clear and a little more deep into the inner workings of it, the science behind it, because, well, it interests me a lot. And I think the science part really interests other people. And the fact that the science backs it up helps you to keep going. When you know about the science behind something, it's like, okay, I I need to do this because I know I know what lies ahead, right? People can feel really frustrated and confused by it when they don't know the science behind it, when they don't know what they're doing it for, what what is the purpose of this? And then, you know, of course, they just decide not to do it because of those feelings. So let's clear that up today. As you know, I provide a free gratitude printable worksheet that's intended to help you start this daily gratitude practice easily and effortlessly. If you haven't picked it up yet, you can get it at a touch of la.com slash gratitude. And, you know, this was created so that you don't have to think about, you know, where you're going to write it down or even what you're going to write because it breaks it down into these like three or four sections for you. I don't have it in front of me. So that's why I say it's three or four, something like that. So one of the sections is an area where you write down what you're grateful for as if you have already achieved it, i.e. your biggest goals and dreams or just your little little goals and dreams, <laughs> whatever it is that you're working toward. If you're looking to have more money or lose weight, you might say, you know, thank you that I'm fit and healthy and I always have energy to work out now that I'm at my goal weight. Or thank you that I'm financially free and never worry about money. This section can feel super weird for anyone just starting out with a gratitude practice. I know it did for me. And anytime I'm working towards a new goal, it feels weird. And after talking to someone who downloaded my printable and was practicing this routine, they reached out to me and said that every time they started to do this process, it made them upset because it was just another reminder that they didn't have it. Can you guys relate to this? I think anyone who has done this practice has experienced it. So let's do this. I want you to think about a time in your past where you wanted something so freaking bad. But now think in this present moment right now, you have that thing, but you can remember when you know you didn't have it and you wanted it so bad. So maybe that was like a job that you finally landed, or maybe you're now a homeowner or something you've always dreamed of. Um, maybe it's making a certain amount of money. You had a goal to make a certain amount of money by a certain time, and now you make that. Or maybe it's a relationship you now have and that you love being a part of. So for you, whatever that thing is, I want you to think back to your old self and think about what it would have been like to know that you were going to be where you are now and you have that thing. Okay. So you're back in your past and you have knowledge of your future self as having that thing that you want so badly. So let me give you an example in my life. I am now in a committed and wonderful relationship with my husband, but I can easily put myself right back to my single and dating days. Can you guys, if you're dating, you know, if you have dated, you know what it's like. You know, when you wish that you had someone who loved you unconditionally and you could do life with, I could really feel, I can put myself back on that Friday night when I didn't have a date or I got dumped or you know, someone wasn't treating me right. And I just wished that I had that person, my person 
And what if, if I could have had, you know, my future self, me today, come back to me in, in those times of sadness on that Saturday night, dateless Saturday night, you know, like a ghost of Christmas future. Okay. And I said to myself, Hey, Lindsay, guess what? You, you have that thing now, like you're married. You don't even know like how exciting it's about to get. So like, just chill out, right? Just trust that the universe has your back, that you are going to get that thing. And so if you had that, it'd be like, wow, you know, what a relief. Can you imagine how much I would have just relaxed and like let dating happen and gone out and just had a great time instead of worrying? Because I would know, like it's just right around the corner. So the thing is, and I know this, I keep trying to learn this lesson over and over. And if we want something so badly, we create resistance with the universe. And there is so much resistance when you're saying, I really, 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 really want that thing, right? That job, that relationship, that house, that opportunity, whatever it is that you're looking to do, if you want it so badly, you create resistance. And that's exactly what you do when you're writing in your journal. And you go to that place of wanting, because it's coming from a place of lack. And when you come from a place of lack, you create from a place of lack, and then you see more of what you don't want to see. Is that making sense so far? So when we're writing in our journals, our ghost of Christmas future needs to come out and tell us that they just came from that reality that we want. And it is so good. And you have that thing in your future. So you just have to let go of the wanting because it's done. It's it's about to happen. Just let it unfold. And all we have to do is look for the signs and signals that it's almost there. Your ghost of Christmas future has come and told you that you have this thing in the future, right? Notice how that makes you feel. Suddenly, it's like so freeing. You can imagine it without any resistance, without any negative feelings because you know now that it's coming. You don't have to doubt it or worry about it or fret about it because it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Now you go to write in your journal and you can feel now what it feels like to be fit and healthy and financially free. You might not know exactly what that looks like, what that what that feels like on the outside to have like a svelte body or maybe how it feels to pay off your mortgage. But what would it feel like on the inside if those things happened? If you were at, you know, your ideal weight or you had achieved your dream job, would you feel relieved? Would there be just a huge weight off your shoulders? Would you feel accomplished? These are the feelings you're after when you're journaling. It's those feelings. Okay, so here's the real kicker. And here's where we're going to get a little bit sciencey, And I don't know if that excites you or scares you or what, but here, here goes. Your brain does not know the difference between what is real and what you imagine. It just literally processes the information the exact same way. And it makes me laugh because it just makes so much sense why I can't watch scary movies, okay? Because I literally take that those images into my mind and 
it affects me so much. I don't know about you guys. I'm just so sensitive to that. And you know why I was so scared of Chucky as a kid, you know? I could not get that out of my mind. And that's because my brain was processing it as a real live event. You know, it didn't think of it as anything different. So let me tell you what will start to happen to your brain if you keep doing this process over and over again. And Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this so much, and he talks about it more with meditation. I like how I can kind of spin it to work with journaling because I think meditation is, I think it's just something that people are a little bit scared of to start doing. It's a little bit intimidating. It feels very, you know, it feels like you have to do it a certain way. And so with journaling, it can kind of be your first toe dip, if you will, into this whole art of meditation and visualization. Journaling is just that that little more comfort zone of, of something you're familiar with. What will happen first is because your brain, it's not quite used to this whole idea that you've just introduced it to. Whatever, whatever you're journaling about, it's it could be just a very big goal and it's it seems absurd to your brain right this is something that isn't in your everyday life right so you feel uneasy about it because you're going to feel like it's a total sham secondly your brain isn't going to really hold on to this information because it hasn't seen it before and it doesn't know where to put this information what happens when you perceive information is your brain kind of distorts it, it files things based on what it's perceived, what your beliefs are currently, that kind of thing. So when you do something new like this, it doesn't coordinate with the other ideas you have and what you've been thinking of for the last weeks, months, and even years and decades. And it's just not going to match what's already in there. So it's kind of going to go, eh, you know, I'm not, this doesn't make sense. I'll just, you know, get rid of it. <laughs> but after a while, your brain starts to say, wow, you know, this person has been seeing this a lot. This this must be a, um, a normal event in this person's life. I better, you know, automate this. I better remember this because this is clearly a common event. So then you start to build what they call neural pathways. And these enable new signals to be sent from one region of your nervous system to another. And they're built when we build new habits and behaviors. And by you know, doing this journaling, these are new habits, new behaviors. This new story that you're telling is now being built into a habit and new behavior to your brain. So what happens is the new neural pathways will start to allow your conscious mind to start recognizing things that are now in line with this new story that you're telling yourself. So your brain literally begins to prime itself to be ready for the things that you want because it thinks that they have already happened. Is that insane? So your brain thinks that these huge goals that you keep telling it is happening. This is happening. This is happening. It goes, oh, you know, this is really happening. I better get my mind right around this because I got to make this work. This is happening. So what will start to happen is you might notice something that happens around you in your life. Like someone's talking about that job you really want. And it's like, wait, whoa, that just, I've never heard someone talk about that. And that's like my dream job. Or you overhear someone talking about the industry of business you want to start. 
and maybe you've never heard someone talk about this before. Or, you know, you start to get these little signals, these little coincidences. They seem so coincidental, so synchronistic. And it's not so much that they might never have been talking about them before. It's because you are more acutely aware of the things that are tied to your goals that you've been writing down. So your brain, again, is priming itself to be ready. So when you hear people say, when things change inside you, things change around you, it makes sense, right? You are literally rewiring your brain to be ready for the things that you're wanting in your life. So if you're writing about something on like a huge scale, like let's say it's world peace or saving the earth, you know, it's not likely that we're going to achieve world peace through writing in our journals, right? Or get Coca-Cola to stop distributing plastic bottles. (laughs) However, maybe suddenly you get an opportunity to volunteer or do something that impacts your community around recycling or to change the way people are doing something in your neighborhood. Maybe that project ends up lowering the conception of plastic bottles on your block or in your neighborhood. Your brain starts to prime itself to be ready to handle the things that you're programming it to do. And this is why journaling is so impactful, not just for you, but on the world. You know, it's not about saving the world. It's about bettering ourselves so that we can make changes inside ourselves in order to have an impact on the world that creates change. Okay, so this is why this is so transformational. And here's one more tip that might help you to better visualize that future reality. You know, it sounds a little strange, but I heard it from a life coach recently and I tried it and I did really like doing it. I thought it was helpful. And the tip is to write a letter to your current self from your future self. So very similar to what we've been talking about, but many times we can't wrap our minds around what that future state really looks like because we've never experienced it before. You know, what does a thinner body really feel like? What does a successful business really feel like? What does world peace really feel like? You know, And when you can write out some of the details from your future self about what that's all about, what that feels like, it can really help it to become just a little more clear so that you can really get that feeling when you, when you go to write about it in your journal. When we go back to writing in our journals about what we don't have, We have to come at it from this new perspective. We have to be writing not from this state of lack as if we do not have it in our current 3D reality. We come at it from this state of abundance. And honestly, I really do feel like the reason I was called to talk about this today is because, you know, I feel like this is a reminder for me. I've been writing my gratitude journal for years and sometimes you just, you lose it and you forget why you're doing it. And it's just kind of, you're going through the motions and it's a habit, but it's not, you're really not taking it to heart. So I really do think that this is not just a message for you today, but it's, it's a message for me as well. I really hope this was helpful to you guys. If it was, I really want to hear from you over on Instagram at party decorations and positivity. And I'd love for you to share it with someone who wants more for their life, who wants change because 
we can truly create that change in our lives with consistent effort, and now you know the science behind it. So hope you guys take a little time to celebrate your life this week, and if you're listening to this in real time, go Niners. Talk to you guys soon.